Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak ala aşrafil anbiya ve mursilin. Nebine Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve selleme teslima kathira. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah. We go on to the second section of Kitab-ı Siyam. From Abdutul Fiqh ve Ibn Qudam ar-Rahimahullah. And... This particular chapter is focusing on those that are referred to as the muftirin, the muftirin, those that break the fast. And it's referring to the muftirin, but muftirin, not just those, not those that break the fast, yani, in, in any sense, but those that are permitted to break the fast. So those that are permitted to break the fast, the muftirin. And so, Ibn Qudam, rahimahullah, he mentions, وَيُبَاحَ الْفِتْرِ فِي رَمَضَانِ لِأَرْبَةِ أَقْسَامِ So, it's permissible to break the fast in Ramadan, and there are four different categories of people. So, four different categories. The first of the four, أَحَدُهَا الْمُرِيدِ الَّذِي يَتَدَرَّ بِهِ والمسافر الذي له قصر فالفتر لهما أفضل. and so the first thing mentioned is the morid, either one that is sick, either the sick individual where he may be harmed by way of the fast. so the the fast may be a means of harming him due to his illness. now when we say a harm. We understand that the harm can occur by two different ways. I feel it more similar to when we were discussing the tayammum as well. That the harm can occur by a direct harm by way of them fasting. So by way of them fasting, it increases them in illness. Or the harm referring to by way of them fasting, it may delay the ilaj. So it delays them attaining or the full effect of them being treated. And so... In this scenario, uh, this individual is mentioned as being the one that is permitted to break the fast. And likewise as well, along with that, you have the one that is the Musafir. The one that is the, the Musafir, the one that is travelling. So the murid, the one that may be harmed by way of the fast, as well as the musafir and the traveller, are mentioned together as one category. And essentially they're mentioned together as one category due to the fact that they're mentioned together within the ayah, in Surah Al-Baqarah, <coughs> where Allah Ta'ala states, فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مُرِيدًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفْرٍ فَإِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخْرَ That whoever from you is sick or upon a journey, then they make up their fast from the other days. And so, what is upon the individual, whether they have the scenario of sickness or they are a traveller, then it's upon them to make up the fast, the khudah. 
So this is what the, these two have in common as well, is that a koda is upon them as well, to make up the fast. And so, if the person, whether he be murid, or he is a traveller, if he was to fast, is he rewarded for that? No. No? Okay. Already? So is he rewarded? So as a traveller and he fasts. Yeah. Is he rewarded? Yeah. But it's better for him to say the Ruksa. But it's better for him to say the Ruksa now. So he's rewarded by with his fast. And the Marid as well, same thing. The one that's sick. Remember, we're talking about this category, though. There was fear that it may, it may increase the illness. They're both rewarded, now. They're both rewarded. And shall become clearer as we go on. Because the Marid, in this scenario, and the Musafir, they are both, it's both upon them to fast. Now, it's just obligatory for them to fast. However, for them to break the fast is a ruksa. It's an allowance. Naam. And what we understand from the ruksa, from the allowance as well, is that the ruksa is not uh, an obligation. The ruksa is not an obligation. But it's better to take the ruksa. As is mentioned in the narration, Alaykum bi ruksi upon you is to take the allowances from Allah, which have been permitted and allowed for you. Likewise, you have the narration of the Sayyidina Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is, a psalm for suffer. And it's not from righteousness, it's not regarded as being a righteous act, that the person fasts whilst travelling. That the person fasts whilst travelling. So we understand from uh, texts such as these, that if the person is travelling, or within the category as well, that they're a sick individual as well, that they've given that they've been given the ability to break the fast, and so it's better for them to break the fast. However, it's not an obligation for them to break the fast. Now, and along with that as well, it's also it says enters into the discussion of the individual that's the musafir. The individual that is the Musafir. Uh, who is the Musafir? The traveller. And so some individuals mention that the Musafir, uh, the one that has travelled for a distance of 80 kilometres, has to be a distance of 80 kilometres, especially what I thought happened. Whilst from what is apparent is that the Musafir, the one that's regarded as being the Musafir, is the one that, uh, or it goes back to the honour of the people goes back to the orf of the people, what is generally understood by the people of that land. I, when is it regarded that you have left that location? So if we use an example, a current example, or a, a local example, when would we say the example, or when would you say that it's regarded a person has left Manchester, for example? Going to a different city. Going to? A different city, like Birmingham. Okay, so when, when is... 
When, for at what point would you say you're in Manchester? At what point would you say you're not in Manchester? I said M60. I said M60. <laughs> Remember, I'm not from here, so maybe it's different. I don't know. It's a genuine question from my side. I said M60. So if you say, if, remember Stockport, for example. Would you say Stockport, would you, would you combine the salary in Stockport? Outside Greater Manchester. That's not I've heard, to be fair. When you're outside the area of Greater, greater Manchester, then you're regarded as being a traveller. Orlando's best. See, Manchester's different. But that's, that's, uh, that would be the honour of the people. If the, this is where people regard you being outside of the city and the city's surrounding area. So anything going... Uh, past, I guess, up to Oldham or past Oldham, if you go to the east and uh, to the west, I guess, past uh, Wigan, those sort of directions, to the south, past Stockport, to the north, past Middleton. Once you go past those sort of areas, then you say, okay, you're outside the, the, the Greater Manchester area, and then that's when you're going to be outside of the, the city. Uh, as for London, they're generally what we were saying as someone that is outside of the city is once they have left the M25 area. So you have the the ring road that goes all the way around the city, the M25. Anything outside of that is regarded as being outside of London. So basically, anyone that travels outside of that we regard that person as being a traveller. So generally, it goes back to the earth of the people. It goes back to the, the general earth of the people. A lot of, a lot of those best. Obviously, these are bigger cities, so it is sometimes harder to decipher when... It's harder to decipher when a person is a traveller from when they're not. But also as well, we understand from the narration where it's regarded that a person is a traveller once they leave the Bunyan, they leave the buildings of the city that they've left. So they, they have the, 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 the buildings of the city behind them as well. And they leave their sites. So in this scenario, this is when the person is regarded as being a traveller. Wallahu ta'ala. A'lam. Then we have the second category. Second category is al haid Wa And so the second category is the menstruating woman or the woman that has postnatal bleeding. They both break the fast and make up the fast. And if they were too fast in that situation, then they would not be rewarded for that fast. They would not be rewarded for that fast. So why are these two categories categorized together? Why are these two categorized together, brother people? They're impure. Because of impurity? No, we can say that's one reason. Because they're not allowed to fast. Now, this is the difference between the first category and the second. The first category is the one that's travelling or the one that's sick or has an illness. Then, these people are allowed to fast. Now, it's better for them to break the fast, but they're permitted to fast. So, we say that that's one category. However, the second category, the woman that is menstruating, the woman that has postnatal bleeding, then she is not permitted to fast in that regard so it's upon her to break the fast and also it's upon her to make up for that fast that she breaks now 
Does Apollo have to break the fast? Or does Apollo have to make up for the fast that she breaks? Uh, now, then we have the first category. Al-Hamil wal-Murdi' ila khafata ala walidayhima aftarata wa qadata wa at'abata an kull yawil miskina wa insamata ajza'ahuma Now, and so the third is the pregnant woman or the woman that is breastfeeding. So the third is the pregnant woman or the woman that is breastfeeding. Just in this scenario, you have now there's two, there's two separate scenarios. And it's along with as well as mentioned, if she fears, if she fears, for her child. So the breastfeeding woman fears for her child in relation to the fact that if she fasts that she may not be able to produce enough milk to feed the child. Or the, uh, the, the pregnant woman fears for the child that if she does not, or if she was to fast, then she may not have enough nutrients to aid that child within the womb. And so... Upon them, this scenario is that they feed the miskin. So they, they break the fast and they make up for the fast and they feed each day, they feed the miskin. Each day, they feed that, the one which is regarded as being for the miskin. However, if these two were to fast, then they'll be rewarded. So if the pregnant woman was to fast, they should be rewarded. So, why are these two coupled together as well? The pregnant woman and the breastfeeding woman, why are they coupled together in one category? It's macro for them to fast. That's one thing you can say that this is the it's relation to the child and the welfare of the child. So the they're, they're categorized together due to the fast of this woman is may affect a third party or another party rather, which is the child. Now what else? Not fasting, they have to feed them with skin. So that's the ruling upon them not fasting is different. And also going back to the mentioning as well, that is conditional upon what? Like what's, what is the condition for them to break the fast? That they have fear for the child. That they fear for the child. So, and this is mentioned in the Sheikh Ubaid, he mentions as well, in addition to that, that that fear for the child has to be something that is uh, that has been 
acknowledged and affirmed by a Tabib, a trustworthy doctor. So it's not merely the case that the woman says, or she's ascertained that she's affirmed that she's pregnant, my fellow. So she's affirmed that she's pregnant, as though she, so she believes that due to that fact that she's pregnant, that she must break the fast. Now, so that hala, that scenario of her being pregnant, is not sufficient for her to say that she's going to break the fast. Likewise as well, the fact that she's breastfeeding does not now mean that she, is go, that she can now sufficiently say that she's going to break the fast. There has to be a genuine fear for the welfare of the child. There's a genuine fear for the welfare of the child in order for her to take that particular aruksa. Now, and of course, that has to be affirmed and acknowledged by a trustworthy doctor. A trustworthy doctor. And uh, generally, as well, you find Ahlul Ilm from them, Sheikh uh, Uthameen, Rahimahullah. When they discuss the trustworthy doctor, then they refer to, no doubt, of course, beginning the first of all of that is that the doctor has to be Muslim. That the doctor is a Muslim doctor. Why? Because if the, Muslim, if the doctor is Muslim, rather, then they will reflect upon the scenario of an individual and look at everything in light of Islam, the Quran and the Sunnah. So the non-Muslim doctor... They may just they may advise with breaking of the fast now, and they may not even advise with breaking of the fast due to them having ill intent for the person that they want the person to break the fast. They don't want the person to engage in the environment. But due to the fact that they do not understand and they do not they're not from individuals that have understanding of the importance of fasting and the importance of ibadah or mumma, generally speaking, so. They may just advise with breaking the fast and they may see it as an amr hayyan. They may see it as something which is a small affair. Whilst the Muslim doctor will advise based upon everything. Based upon the person's condition, based upon the potential condition of the child and of course based upon the deal of Islam. And so, uh, now that's the central point that the person must seek the advice of the trustworthy doctor. Now, take the advice of a trustworthy doctor. Then, as mentioned as well, if this individual was to fast, if the individual was to fast, either the pregnant woman or the breastfeeding woman, they were to fast, then they'll be rewarded for that fast as well. They'll be rewarded for that fast. That's the third category, Barakul Fikul. Then we have the Rabi. Then we have the fourth for the final category as mentioned by Ibn Qudab, Rahimahullah. And this is Al-Ajiz and Al-Siyam, Al-Kibr, Al-Kibr, Al-Maradin, La Yurja, Bur'uhu, Fa'innuhu Yut'im, and Kuli Yawm Al-Miskina. And so, the next category is that you have the one that is ajis, the one that does, is not able to fast. They're not able to fast maybe due to old age or a marad, an illness is referred to here, a marad, la yurja bur'uhu. So he has, a, he has an illness where it is not, it's not anticipated 
that the person will be yani, cured of the illness. So it's what we generally would refer to as a chronic illness. So the person is either old in age, as so this prevents them from fasting, or they have a chronic illness which also prevents them from fasting. Going back to this as well, if the person uh, is over now has a chronic illness, then of course it has to be a chronic illness that prevents the person from fasting. As you mentioned, and they can prevent it in two ways. How? How can, some, how can an illness prevent someone from fasting? Directly and indirectly. Directly, how? If they fast, it will harm them. And by them fasting, it will directly harm their health. Or, indirectly? Now, delayed the person or, or be uh, some form of preventative uh, affair in their treatment. And so, what's the difference between this category and the first? Because we mentioned the Maurice before. What's the difference between this category and the first? We mentioned the one that's ill before. This is chronic now. So, the first illness we're discussing is where a person, he may have a, a temporary illness. But it's just so happy that this illness has occurred in Ramadan. Naam. And so in this scenario, the person can fast, not fast. But now we have an individual now, this scenario here we're talking about, this fourth category, where he has a chronic illness. So it's expected that this illness is going to be the illness that he has for the rest of his life. And... Now, and so the person he, and the person he break, uh, he feeds the mosquito for every day that they, he's not able to fast. So if it's twenty nine days, feeds the mosquito twenty nine days. Thirty days, feeds the mosquito thirty days. Now, وَعَلَى سَائِرِ مَنْ أَفْتَرَ الْقَضَاءَ لَغَيْرَ And anyone else. Anyone else that <coughs> breaks the fast, then it's upon them to make up the fast. So anyone else that breaks the fast, it's upon them to make up the fast. What does that mean? Anyone else? What's an example of anyone else that breaks the fast? Just a normal Muslim that hasn't got no issues. Normal Muslim has got no issues. Now, they have one issue though. Khata'an? يعني مثلاً شرب ماء ماء بدون قص أيوة فو أفطر أيوة the brother mentioned two examples. The one that he um, he breaks off or he drinks, forgets that he's fasting. 
Now, if he drinks and he forgets that he's fasting. And then there's the second example at the end, that someone that breaks the fast, deliberately. The first example will be said that they've broken the fast. Why? Let's forget first. What's the proof? No. So if whoever eats and drinks in Ramadan, I in the was fasting and they do it forgetfully, then they have not broken the fast. For indeed, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has fed them and quenched their thirst. So we know that the person, if he does it last year, he does it by due to forgetfulness, they have broken the fast. So this ibadah here by Ibn Qudama, referring to the other ones that break the fast, there's not referring to that individual. But then there's a brother here that if the person was to break the fast deliberately, now so they were to break the fast deliberately. However, this is, this is referring to the one now. They break the fast deliberately and they have no excuse. They have no legislative excuse. Now, then such an individual has to make up that fast. Now, such an individual has to make up that fast. So that makes sense, Nikon. So, we have all the legislated reasons why a person can break the fast. If that person does not have legislated reason and he still breaks the fast, no doubt he is blameworthy for that. And he's sinful for that. So upon him is to make toba. But also, it's not sufficient that he just makes toba, but he has to make up that fast as well. So he has to make up that fast. Now, the Ibn goes on to mention an exception to that. إِلَّا مَنْ أَفْتَرَى بِالْجِمَاعِ إِلَّا مَنْ أَفْتَرَى بِالْجِمَاعِ فِي الْفَرْجِ Except for the one that breaks the fast by way of sexual relations. Naam. And in this scenario, the Qala, in order for him to make up for that, then there are a few things that he has to do. Or that is a few options for him to do. And this is based on the hadith of Abi Huraira. Radiallahu anhu qal. Bainama nahnu inda nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If jaahu rajalun faqal halaktu. Qal ma lak. Qal waqa'atu ala ibra'ati wa ala sa'im. Waqal rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hal tajidu rakba. Ta'takuha. Naam. قال لا قال هل تستطيع أن تصوم شهرين متتابعين قال لا قال فهل تجد إطعام ستين مسكينة قال لا فلا بك فنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بين بينما ف أفضل فبينما نحن على ذلك أتي النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بإرق فيه تبر والإرق بقتال فقال أين سائل قال أنا قال خوف هذا فتصدق به نعم this narration Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه mentions that a man came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he said I have been destroyed I have destroyed myself 
I saw Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ask and inquire what, what is the matter with you? What, is, what has occurred to you? And he says that I engaged in marital relations with my wife whilst I was fasting. Whilst I was fasting. And so the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said do you have a slave that you may free? And he said, no. So he said, do you, are you able to fast two months consecutively? And he said, no. So thus he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, do you have the ability to feed 60 of the poor? And he said, no. And so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, waited a while. Thereafter, he came to the man with a uh, noun. So a kilo or a, a measurement, a large amount of dates. And thus he said, Where is the questioner? Right, where is this man that questioned? The man said, Adam, it's I. To take this, I for these dates, I give it by way of charity. Take these dates, give it by way of charity. And thereafter, the Rajul, Fukala Rajul, Allah Afkar Bindi, Ya Rasulullah. I said, So I give charity to the one that is poorer than me, or Messenger of Allah. فَوَاللَّهِ مَا بَيْنَ لَابَتَيْهَا يعني أهل البيت أفكر مني ومن أهل البيت فضحك النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حتى بدت عن أنيابه ثم قال أتعبوا أهلك So when asking نعم do I give it to the one that's poorer than me? He said, by Allah, I do not know of anyone or any family, any household between these two mountains or these two cave areas, referring to the, the, area, the general area of Medina, that are poorer than me or poorer than my household. And so the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam laughed. To the extent that it can be seen, uh, his bowlers can be seen. And so he mentioned on his salatu so thus feed your family. I use it to feed your family. So with this, this narration, we understand that the one that uh, breaks the fast by way of having marital relations, sexual relations, then upon them is to make up for that by different means. The first of them is that they free a slave. The first of them is that they free a slave. So the message of Allah, we understand from this narration as well, is that he mentions particular things as a hierarchy as well. He mentions them in order. 
So it's not that the person chooses whichever one they want to do from you. But he mentions them in order. If you're able to do this, then this is the first thing you do. So the first thing that's mentioned by the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is that you free a slave. Now you free a slave. If you're not able to do that, then a person fasts two months consecutively. So the person fasts two months consecutively. If the person is not able to do that, then they feed 60 of the masakid, yani 60 from the masakid, from the poor. And if they're not able to do that, then there's nothing upon them in that regard. Now, that's what we understand from this Barakul Afiqo, is that no doubt there is, if the person wants to fall into this action, the fact that there is specific things that should be done to expiate that sin is an indication of the grave nature of that sin. However, if the person is not able to fulfill it for whatever reason, then it's not something that is that remains upon them. Now, so the first thing is the first thing was what? Barakallah people? Free a slave. Now, I don't feel many people have slaves in Manchester. So, that's not an issue. Second? Fast for two months. Fast for two months. Fast for two months consecutively. Now, so, it's uh, not just that the person fast for two months, but they fast for two months consecutively. So, one month after the other. And the person says that he's not able to do so. It's not that he just, he regards it as being a hardship. Because not that it will be a hardship. The first two months consecutively. But if it's a genuine uh, hardship where to the extent where a person will not be able to fulfill it, then after that, if he's 60, why 60? For each day. It's for each day of the two months that he's not able to fast. So remember we mentioned before, for example, the pregnant woman or the one that is sick with chronic illness, that they, fa- that they feed a person for every day that they fast, that they should be fasting. Now, the same thing regard- is in regards to this person, that he feeds a person for every day. So this will, this will add up to 60. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Now, then Ibn Qudam was a mission. For in Jama'ah, وَلَمْ يُكَفِّرْ حَتَّى جَامَعَ ثَانِيَةً فَكَفَارَةً وَاحِدًا So, in this scenario, if the person was to have sexual relations whilst fasting, and before they're able to expiate for that, for that, uh, for that first, first time, they do it again. Now, the Kudama he, he mentions that the kafara is still one thing. So they still need to expiate just once. Now, so they still need to expiate once. So it's not a case where they have to expiate for the first time and they expiate for the second time. Rather, it's one time. Does that make sense? What do you mean? What do you mean? So if they do it twice, if he does the same thing twice, no. what does he have to do? He expiates just time. once. Okay, so just... So he doesn't, he doesn't expiate for the first time and expiate for the second time. He just for that one time. So what can happen, for example, the person, he does it once, right? And then, Whilst he's in the midst of expiating for that one time, he does it again. Yeah. He still just continues to expiate. Okay. Right, he doesn't, he doesn't start all over again. Right. No. So, now, when kaffar 
from Bajama for Kafal Safadia. Now, and so if, however, he was to have done it once in terms of the heterosexual relations, then he expiates for it. Then he does it again, then in this scenario, he has to expiate again. Now, in this scenario, he has to expiate again. I saw the Qudab goes to mention Wakulman Lezima Imsak for Ramadan for Jama'a for Alehi Kafara. Now I saw every individual that is upon to fast is upon individual to fast and thereafter he falls into this action then upon him is the kafar, upon him is the expiate. وَمَنْ أَخْرَ الْقَضَاءِ لِأُذْرٍ حَتَّى أَدْرَكَ الرَّمَضَانَ آخَرٍ فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ غَيْرُهُ فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ غَيْرُهُ وَالْفَرَّةَ أَطْعَمَ مَعَ الْقَضَاءِ لِكُلِّ يَوْمِ مِسْكِينَ And so, then the Sheikh mentions, if the person has to make up some fasts. However, <coughs> however, it, he's not able to make up the fast due to legislative reasons until he reaches the next Ramadan. Then there's nothing upon him. Now, there's nothing upon him. However, if the person is lax in that regard, so if the person is negligent in that regard, If the individual is negligent in that regard, to the extent they reach the next Ramadan, then, as mentioned here by Ibn Qudama, that the individual should also feed the miskeen for every day that they're fasting, for every day that they need to they make up, um, as, as an action, as, as part of their Qadar as well. Not only do they make it up, but they feed the miskeen for every day that they make up. Generally, generally speaking, when it, when it comes to feeding them skin, in any scenario, whether it be the feeding them for the um, for the days of Ramadan or feeding them for you know, for Eid al-Fitr, for example, it's giving them anything that is regarded as being staple foods. So <coughs> staple foods, rice, sugar, pastas, dry foods. They still give them these things. Particular school about. So say if there's a man's like homeless outside and that, and he's not able to cook the rice. No, but generally speaking, first and foremost, it's not, it's not upon you first and foremost that you have to go find the mosquito. Okay. This is something that returns back to the beta man. So the beta man is the one that that uh, distributes the money and the wealth and to the people that is needed. However, in a scenario where of course, here in the West, we don't have Beta Mab. We have the Masajid. So it'll be the, it'll be the responsibility of the Masajid to distribute this food for the people and things like that. So it's not for you to, to go and look for a particular person or whatever else. It's, but they will do that. and They will find people that will, that, will be, that will be able to take from that shop. So say like now if you wanted to do the 60 people, say like to do with Ramadan, you said the 60 people. No. You leave 60 pounds. How does it work? How much? 
like for you to feed 60 people? So usually it's a, it's a set, it's a, it's a, it's a amount like a set amount which is given. Usually, usually the, the brothers, they will announce a certain amount. It's usually like three pounds for the day or something like that, okay, per day. Okay. And that's enough to, to buy a certain amount. Okay. And they give, that, they give them out of money for that. Now, and so, if the person leaves off the Qadar until they die, now, and, uh, but they have a, ge- a genuine excuse, like a legislative excuse, for that Shay Ali, there's nothing upon them as well in that regard. وَإِنْ كَانْ لِغَيْرِ أُذْرٍ وَتْعِمْ عَنْهُ لِكُلِّ يَوْمِ مِسْكِينَ However, if they do not have legitimate excuse, then every day that they have not fasted, that the person pays for them. The person pays for them. And... This is due to the narration found narration of Ibn Umar. And then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alayhi siyam shahr Ramadan anhu That whoever passes away and it's upon him to fast the month of Ramadan then he feeds in, the, in place of it Every day, in place of it, a miskeen. Yeah, a poor individual. And Tiri mentions that this narration rather is a narration of Ibn Umar. It's more cool for that Ibn Umar. So not the narration of the B, but uh, more cool for Ibn Umar. So it's the narration of Ibn Umar himself. Allah uh, Taala. Now, and likewise, well, we have another narration where it mentions a narration of Ibn Abbas. Ibn Abbas, that he was asked about a man that had died. And he had a fast of for a vow that he had to make up, as well as a fast for Ramadan. So Ibn Abbas, he mentions, Amal Ramadan, fal yut'am anhu. Wa amal nadar, fal yusam anhu. So he mentions, as for the fast of Ramadan, then you feed the person in its place, and as for the vow, then the person has to fast in its place. The person fasts in this place. Now, So you can feed in, in, in place of the yeah. to give the food to the masakir. And uh, generally speaking, in these scenarios, then you would base it upon what you regard as being the, the mo- what is possibly the most that he, he missed. So if it's, for example, you think he could have missed 
10 or 11 days, unless it's really bad, then you would feed for 11 days. 11 days? No. And I watched it. Yeah, everyone never asked him how many days, but I remember he had actually maybe a week or something like that, so he was quite sick, and then the doctor in Canada, he must ask him what his fast. Alayhamu. So, in this scenario, then you would generally look, just look at, you'd have to, because it's been so long as well, it's difficult to remember, try to uh, estimate the amount of time that it would have been and, uh, you know, and pay in that, in that regard, to pay for those days that were missing. Alhamdulillah, that uh, also concludes the end of this chapter. وبارك الله فيكم آمين وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وأكد عمالا الحمد لله رب العالمين نعم It's not necessarily conditional, but it would it's, it's no doubt better that she seeks the medical advice first. Seeks the medical advice first, one, to uh, uh, ensure that there may not be something else that's preventing that. So sometimes you might look at this and look at that and think there's a correlation, but maybe there's, there's something else that's preventing it as well. So it's important just to ascertain that it's not it's, it's the fast, which is preventing the, 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 that her being able to produce milk and things like that. So it's always better to do that. And again, it's, it's something which would be safer in order for, if a person's going to break the fast and stop an action of it bad, then you want to make sure and ensure that you've done so in, in the correct way. Voila. Anyone can do it for her behalf. behalf no, no, anyone can do it for her behalf. Well, well, I asked before, they say, you know, like, a, it was three kilo or uh, three kg of the rice, or other for every day, Three stay, no. No matter what, yeah, no matter Anyone can pay on her behalf, inshallah. No. So, you know, you were saying that, you know, like, if you miss a fast uh, deliberately, and then you have to pay the uh, notes, feed 60 misafir. And he said they must deal with that. This is not, this is not for if the one fights breaks deliberately. It's if the person... Uh, yes, yes. Sorry about that, yeah. So do, do you have to expose your sins to the, to the, to the mosque? Like, say, if you want, you've done that, you have to come and tell the mosque, well, I did this, I want to... No, because you don't have to tell them why you're, why you're feeding so you 60. Okay, you, you, can be, you can be potentially paying for two people that, have, that need to do the time the skin. So it doesn't have to, it doesn't, there's no need to, ex, to explain or anything like this. It's just the money's given and it's distributed, inshallah. Okay, so you said I want to give to the poor? Yeah, say I give it to the video. No, and you said three pounds, so obviously... It, it differs, but it's generally fine, like about three pounds. Okay. Two to yeah. three pounds yeah. per day. So like under the month, like 300 pounds, 200 pounds, something like that? No. 60 pounds, 90 pounds. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Three pounds per day, so... 30 days, 30 pounds. Okay, 100. No, 100.
So I was unable to free a slave. You'd, have, you'd pay for the days that you've missed. No, like, pay for the days that you've missed. Well, I don't know. If you've not able to conclude the fast. The uh, Ruxa. If you're travelling, you say? Is given as a, as a, as a rocks of food, so you should take it. Yeah. But some of them do mention as well that the break of the fast in that first, that first category, for the one that's married or the one that's uh, travelling, some of them mention that the person breaks the fast only if there's mashaka in, in, in the wujud of mashaka, if there's a hardship. If there's not a hardship, then they should continue fasting. So there is that there is that side of things as well, that kind of uh, explanation for them. But also, uh, we would say as well that if the person gen- genuinely finds that it's easier for them to continue to fast and they fear that it may be a hardship for them to break that fast or make it up at another day, then they continue to fast. Like that. possible that she she might not have any wealth of her own. Yeah. So the spouse can pay her behalf, inshallah. Never. And it's both that you make it at the time. And yeah, what's apparent both both has to be that's the number. Does that feeding do you have to occur straight away so straight after you not fasted? Or can you wait till the end of Ramadan see how many minutes of the field? Uh Shah Khmer mentions that the as for the fidya can be paid at, at any point. So it can pay it can be paid at the beginning. It can be paid at each day, or it can be paid at the end. <clears throat> so the fidya can be paid beginning, middle, end, or at each point, at every day, that's, that's, needs to be paid. What is the only person with the fidya, if they have forgotten, and they end up, as you mentioned? If they've forgotten? If they've forgotten, let's say they reach Ramadan next year, and they either have been delayed due to financial difficulties, or just plainly forgotten. Is it upon them as soon as they remember they paid? As soon as they remember they paid. Yeah, as soon as they remember they pay, inshallah. So if they forget, then inshallah, love us. But as soon as they do remember, they have to pay. No. Yeah. Scenario, yeah. So she would, she would need to try to make up the fast whenever she can, within those years, but also do the, the feed the the masakin in that time. No, yeah, but it's, it can happen that a woman she gets she gets she's pregnant, so she's pregnant in Ramadan and she's breastfeeding the next Ramadan. Then she gets pregnant again in Ramadan and breastfeeding the next Ramadan. It could be like that for a period of years. So it's. Uh, 
one of the brother he was acting with the Ibn Umar uh, when he was uh, leaving Medina, he was in Mecca and he was in Medina. He used to do all the Qatul Jamal because of the opinion. Uh, when, when he would leave so, Medina? Yeah, well, well, let's say, until he go back to Mecca, all his prayers was praying on Qatul Jamal. Uh, like okay. Because he, he, he said, my land is Medina, uh, Mecca, no Medina. Oh, uh, so uh, his muhajir. Yeah, that that muhajir one. Yeah. Ah, now this, this is this is something else, though. So what we were discussing is when when at what distance are you guys being a traveller? Now, yeah. so he said generally it's the it's sort of once you leave the area, or that that city that you live in, you can regard that as being you're being a traveller. But what you're, what what you're the point you're raising now, Barakulafi, is for how long is someone regarded as being a traveller? Or when is it that a person, once they come, once they enter a particular location, is it still that they regard as being a traveller? Because the example you're giving is that the person travelled, and once they were living in Medina, that, uh, that even though, because they regarded Mecca as being, as being the, the, the land that they were mocking, that they would pray Jabra in Medina. No? Yeah, that's what, he, because... He intentionally said, um, he was from Libya. Yeah. Actually, he lived seven years. All that prayers, he prayed Qatul Jamal until he would go back to Libya. He said, this is what I want to do because Sheikh Al-Bani, I think, the hadith. Now, first of all, apparently, as well, again, though, it goes back to the Urf. And so, the Urf of what is understood when, when the person, when it is understood that the person is Mokim. So, if a person now, for example, has Ijar in, in a home, and he owns a home, or he owns a home, and so he goes to a place, and that place is his home. And all the furnishings is, is his. Okay. Then it's, it's difficult for him to say he's Musafir in this, in this scenario. Because yeah. it's now. So in this scenario, it go back, again, go back to the Urf, and say that this person is Mokim in that, in, in that situation. If, however, now, he goes to a particular uh, city, but he, he has nowhere to really stay, he's not, he's not thabit in that particular place. Now, and he doesn't own anything in that particular place, he doesn't rent anything in that particular place. He wouldn't say that he's more people. Or not. Okay. So, okay. No. Um, well, you mentioned about the two consecutive months. Yes. Would that include the day that you missed, so 61 days? Or would it be, yeah, I mean. No, so it's, it's just two consecutive months. That's the, that's the, the call bar for that. So is that two uh, Islamic months or is that 60 days or...? Two Islamic months. Islamic. Two Islamic months, yeah. So essentially, for example, the person would do it uh, straight after... Say, for example, straight after Eid. It would be from the 2nd of Shawwal to the 2nd of Al-Qaeda to the 2nd of Dhul uh, Hijjah. Mm-hmm. What happens if... Um, Eid, it would have been faster than Eid, so it would have been faster than Eid. However, uh, you, in terms of any other day, any other day you still need to fast, because it's an obligatory fast. So it's only the Eid that a person cannot fast for. And for us, apparently, you can't fast the Eid under any circumstance. But as for other days, like like Saturdays, and things like that, because it's an obligatory fast, you still fast for things. Okay, that's fine.
صلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه